Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Pack Rugby Show, ladies and gentlemen. It's Wednesday night, 6.30 p.m. We're feeling good. We're feeling frisky. And we have got a full house tonight. That's right. On our starters bench. They're back. They're looking so good over there. So good to have you both here. Dallin and Ed Quirk. Yes. Round of applause for Quirky and Dallin. Yay. All right. Now, on the battlers' bench, it's absolutely rammed to the gills with plenty of talent. And there's also Big Fat Darts joining in. Big Fat Darts from, from the Wallaroos and Super W Queensland Reds. Annabelle Cody. Cobba, how are you? Round of applause, everyone. How are you, Cobba? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you feeling? Big weekend uh, just gone. Unfortunately, went down to the Fijiana Drua up yes, there in Townsville. 3830. Yep. Uh, it was pretty tough when it first happened, but the last couple of days have been a bit of a blur. Um, just uh, in more ways than one. So getting over it slowly but surely. What happened, Cobber? I mean, like, it, uh, Nems touched on it last week, which no one would know about because uh, we lost all of the footage. But he, he actually said his red-hot take was that Fijiana and Drew is going to come away with the Super W Championship. And his reasoning was you saw last year through COVID they were here and they were a squad for six, seven, eight weeks leading into the tournament. Um, and he just said they're building towards something because they've finally been here three or four weeks in a row and they they clicked well on Saturday night. Yeah, for sure. I think our game plan going into that game was to not play unstructured and not play into their hands, but we did exactly that and we tried to start playing like Fijians and it uh, didn't turn out well. <laughs> we <laughs> lost. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they definitely they were in fine form on the weekend and they were the team that showed up on the day. It's got to be bloody tough, though. I mean, it, uh, well, but to then go through the season the way you did, I mean, look at the the season as a whole from every other team as well. You know, you saw the Western Force really start to develop and come through. Melbourne Rebels, Rebels were pushing yeah. sides. The Tars were dominating and then lose to Fijiana. Like the competition as a whole is is absolutely starting to thrive, isn't it? Yeah, hundred um, percent. I've obviously been involved with it for a while now, and this season was definitely the best by far. So it's going from strength to strength each year, and I guess that's just probably testament to the, the skill level and I guess us getting a bit more resourcing and a bit more attention given to us. How'd you go Saturday night though? <laughs> Look, Saturday night, I was a bit in my feels, so I didn't have as big a crack as I would have liked to. That's so not like you, it, it really isn't. The girls will attest to it as well. <laughs> uh, they, they used a few other words that I probably can't say on air, but yeah, I, I wasn't too good on Saturday night, but the girls definitely had a trot. Um, they did go to the Mad Cow, I heard. They did link up with some of the Waratahs boys, I heard. I won't name names. Dish. Oh. You can't do that. <laughs> I don't know. No, what are you I doing? I don't know, um, but that did happen. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, we obviously came back to Brisbane, a bit more comfortable in our surroundings, and I was a little bit uh, of a cretin on Sunday night, the port office. The port the office? <laughs> the port That's office. old school. I know. <laughs> I love it. That's were you upstairs or downstairs? We were upstairs, oh. yeah. They, we were very I like that. Yeah. It was yeah. fancy. There were hors d'oeuvres. So hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, I had a few of those. Arancini balls. Um, but yeah, the port, <laughs> port office popped off, and then... We took a nice walk along the bridge to the valley and I'm not sure what happened after yeah. that. Whose house did you kick on Monday morning? Whose kitchen? No, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's chats in the kitchen. Probably the game. What could it be? Could no, have been I was in bed at a reasonable hour sure. and I, uh, sure. I was on the water. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, did you find you were out of your feels on the Sunday by the time you had gotten back and, as you said, 
you were here, you're on home ground, you're on home soil. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Had you taken the gumboots <laughs> off by then yep. and got ready to get stuck in? <laughs> yeah, I felt, I felt a lot better on Sunday. I was just like, the sun, the sun rose. That's what the coach said. He said, the sun's going to rise tomorrow and it sure did. So, um, yeah, I felt a lot better on Sunday and I guess it is what it is. We lost and hopefully next year. It's as good as it gets. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Start to finish. Hey, at the end of the day, you guys are playing finals footy and that's what it's all about. You know, you're, you're there and I know I haven't played too many finals and I've lost a shitload of games in my time. So, yeah, you know, stinks. credit to all the girls. Like, it's um, it's it's the hard ride to get to the final yeah. at the end of the day. Obviously, it's always wanting to win it, but I think um, at least you're there and you're playing finals. So yeah, Exactly. And, like, leading up to it, the coach was like, are you nervous? And a lot of us weren't nervous. I think it's because we had known we'd done the hard work. We were in the grand final. Um, so, yeah. Was there a level of complacency maybe in regards to the fact that you dusted Fijiana earlier in the year and you guys were fizzing at the bunghole for it? I don't think so because we looked at their lineup and obviously they upset the Tars. So we knew they'd had some changes and they're just the un unpredictable side. Like they're just unpredictable and we knew what we had to do but we didn't do it and our execution under pressure was a bit questionable at times. So we shot ourselves in the foot, they played better and alas, here we are. I feel for you, Cobber. I oh, know. <laughs> a lot of people do, but it's all right. Next year, you're knee slapper. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to you about uh, the season as a whole. Obviously, preparation leading into it. Did you guys expect to be where you were at the end? Did you expect to be finals bound? Did you expect to be fighting for the title? I honestly think this year we did. Um, obviously, I was overseas for a large chunk, well, if not all pre-season. That was strategic. Cash. Yeah. Yo-yo chests and Malcolms. Um, but there was just, a, when I got back, there was just a different buzz in the group compared to other years. It sounds cringe and corny, but there actually was. And I think as well, like selection-wise, the coaching group did really well. And we obviously engaged a lot of those Kiwi girls. So it just, it felt like we'd done our homework. We had the right squad in the right spots and we, we felt good about it. So I think we always saw the final in our, our view. But um, yeah, just, I can't believe we got there, but... Again, as I said, I wish we had gotten the job done, but you got to lose one to win one. Yeah, we've lost. Um, I, I think say, six lost now. A couple, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Why would you bring that up? Yeah, good, good things. You good arrive things late, come. and I can leave early. Yeah, nah. good things come in seven. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard that. So, um, the uh, in regards to the the group and um, you guys coming together as a team, the overseas girls that came and joined your squad this season, what um, how they fit in and. Um, um, uh, how easy was that to, to get them to, pl to play the kind of footy that you guys wanted to play this year? The Kiwi girls fit in seamlessly, to be honest. Um, so we had one from Matatu, a couple from the Canes, a um, few from... Dallinger. Yep, Karis Dallinger. We'll get to that. Palmy She's girl. your favourite player. I love her. <laughs> okay, we get it. She's on every headline right now. This is about us. We get it. All right, sorry, Cobber. Because you're, um, you're my favourite player. <laughs> Thank there you. It is. Thank you. There it is. Um, no, so they all fit in really seamlessly and it was more so like not how they fit in with us but what they can do to improve us. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Karis, Di and the 9 and 10 combo was, was awesome. They just – they bought a bit of a flair that we don't have, you know, that, that flair that Aussies lack. I know we all, we're all looking at each other like, yeah, we know. <laughs> With that old age story. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so they just, um, they bought that flair and just also like their game management um, and just the way they play footy and then even off the field, just, you know, the way we, we conduct ourselves and reviews and stuff like that. They just had yeah. so much to teach us. So, no, they were really awesome. Of the Kiwi girls, like every 
every club side has that weird Kiwi who's just <laughs> like real twisted, has a few, like gets a skin full of diesel about him and just like, oh shit, and it's mother's milk straight from the oh, turt crazy Thompson. shit. And you're like, whoa. Adam, Adam Thompson. Who? Yeah, I saw you two looking at each other as I was saying that. Yeah. But do, like of them, are any of them that sort of tweaked out sort of person? That's tweaked or? out and crazy. Yeah. Um, honestly, no. They're all, I think the Reds, the Reds Kiwi girls are pretty... Pretty stock standard, cool girls. I can't speak for the other Kiwi girls that the other franchise has got. I know the Brumbies got Amy Rule and I've heard that she is wild. So Sick. I cannot confirm nor deny, but yeah, she's pretty wild. Nice. I love yeah. that. Um, just real quick though. So Dars was just talking about obviously the influence those those girls have sort of had coming into the fold there. But what about Craigie? So obviously you, you've got a connection to him through East. Um what what does he what sort of influence does he have on the Super W squad, but also you personally? Yeah. So Craigie, I've known Craigie for a while now. I think you either love him or hate him. He's got a very interesting <laughs> coaching. <laughs> Do you love or hate yeah. him? <laughs> <Come> I, <on. laughs> Be honest. <Yeah. laughs> I love him. Okay. I love him. Jeez, that was a while yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. It took a while there. Yeah, dramatic effect. Yeah. Um, no, I love I love Craigie. He um he's a hard ass and he says it how it is. He um he loves a swear word or two as well. So love it. I'm really receptive to that stuff, and I know a majority of the playing group were as well. Yep. Um, but it's just his rugby knowledge as well, particularly around set piece. Um, as a forward, he's just so knowledgeable. And when you when you know a coach knows it, the stuff, I think it just makes you respect them a bit more and listen to them a bit more. So. He's a great guy. I get along really well with him and I hope he I hope one day we win a title for him and he goes on further with his coaching. I've also yeah. had a lot to do with Craig. You obviously coming through the, the ranks and similar to you, love hate relationship, more yeah. hate when we're on the rums down there and, <laughs> um, in yeah. the tiger bar with uh, no pants on. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm similar to you. He's uh, I, I really appreciate that the time he's put in at obviously Clubland and he's always strived to one day, whether it's either in the women's or the men's comp. He's always wanted to have higher honours and um, yeah, I've caught up with him a few times since being home and, and that and I know that he just loved coming in and going to work with you girls and yeah. and I think it would have reciprocated. He probably weren't, would have learned as much from you as you guys did for him. So yeah, definitely. did you find that? Did he almost seem in awe when he was around you guys? Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah, he looked like a deer in headlights most of the time yep. um, but he was always willing to learn even if it wasn't rugby related, he's got a daughter. But um, I just think, yeah, he's a great bloke and he wants the best for us. And he, he really genuinely seemed like he wanted to be there. I know a lot of coaches have the ups and downs, but yeah, I've got nothing but good things to say about Craigie. Pick me next year. <laughs> <laughs> Pick me next year. Well done. After you, after you have your hot girl summer and then yeah. you can come back. That's it. <laughs> I'd like to get some insight from you into what it's actually like balancing your job, travelling for the Wallaroos, obviously playing in the Premier 15s with the Lightning and then coming back and playing, you know, Super W. It's nothing like the men's game, you know what I mean? Help us understand, or just us, but everyone, what that is actually like. And obviously with with Coles, who you work with, they must be pretty understanding, you know, and supportive of what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, 100%. I am very blessed and lucky uh, with Coles Group. They're so supportive of me. They always have been from day dot with my rugby. Um, So, you know, when I had the opportunity to go overseas to England and, and play for Lightning, they were like, absolutely, yes, take a leave of absence, take as much time as you need. So... 
it's yeah I'm in a very lucky spot with them um and juggling wise I guess I am very I'm very lucky with my workplace like very flexible um they make it very easy so yeah I just I can't speak highly enough of Cole's group what's a, what's a week look like for you a week for me would be I work Monday to Friday um it's a mixture of working at home and in the office thanks COVID um <laughs> and then we'd train Monday, Wednesday, maybe I do a session on Tuesday, Thursday just to do a bit more. I'm always doing more. You don't want to know my bench press. It's <laughs> woeful. Anyway, let's not get into that. Um, and then the game Saturday, recovery Sunday. So you have a bit of time to yourself, but it's really is just go, go, go. And in between work and footy. Um, but as I said, I'm very blessed with my, my setup. But mm-hmm. I can't speak for other women who have really labour-intensive jobs or kids, I'm going to say. Like, and there's on. a lot of girls that have obviously completely different... 100%. Yeah, like obviously kids to yep. balance as well. Yeah. So would you say that 100%. a lot of them are trying to still work out the balance? Yeah, or, for sure, for sure. Out? Like my life is made easier with my setup. But yeah, definitely like look at C. Smith. She is one of the best centers in Australia right now. Gun. She's got Absolute little gun. gun. She Love is a it. gun and she never takes a bad photo. I hate her. I hope you're watching this see. Um, <laughs> and she also has a beautiful daughter, Ruby, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. I get home and I'm like, I can't even bother to cook myself dinner and she's got a kid. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just they have so much to balance. I actually want to ask this and this may sound a bit uncouth or a bit dumb or or whatever it may be, but it's always been something I've been interested in is it, it is a completely different mind field and it's a completely different mindset that is needed for female athletes that have to take in consideration becoming a parent. You know, like I, I recently became a parent, you know, eight months ago, right? And my job was done in about seven seconds, right? And since then... You took like, a break, did you? <laughs> <laughs> we had, yeah, we did it six times. Keep uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, no yeah. but like... But that's it, you know, and that's... But then the woman has to have... Do a lot, a lot, all of the heavy lifting, essentially. And then you throw into that be- becoming a professional, semi-professional athlete, you know, and it's not just the nine months of pregnancy, it's afterwards recovering and stuff like that. Is this something that... A, you guys, uh, you girls have to take into consideration as to whether you start a family before, during, or after. And B, is there any support from, say, Rugby Australia, the QRU, or, or anyone in particular that really helps female athletes sort of get yeah. through that huge milestone in their yeah, life? Yeah, so I think not dissimilar to the, the league, um, when they're doing up the, the agreements with the players and stuff like that, I think that has definitely been a spotlight so they're, they're working that in but I think this year was new in that I believe that there was like childcare offered and stuff like that so the Q, like QIU were helping with in that regard mm-hmm. um so a lot more needs to be done but 100% that's definitely something on women's minds like I personally am single by choice just not my choice uh, but, <laughs> but I will not be I won't be getting pregnant anytime soon Actually, but that, that was one of the questions we had we'll give my number out yeah, later yeah, that came but, from me <laughs> but definitely the women who are in that stage in their lives yeah. who are looking you know to have a baby and stuff you definitely have to take into consideration and then it's also like oh we've got a, another world cup coming up so when do I have the baby it gets yeah. very like Probably exhausting. And also um, for the body to bounce back. You know, a lot of us here have had injuries and so forth and rehab yeah. back. It's, 
I've seen my wife go through two pretty tough births yeah. as well yeah. and stuff like that. And you sit back and admire, but you also sit back and go, fuck. hundred percent. That is brutal. And yeah. then to, as you said, you just got to get up and get on with it. Is there like a system in place for girls to come back with their training? Is it like an actual scheduled program for girls that are potentially yeah. coming back? I think play? I I can't speak personally, but I think there is some some support in place for some past players who have gone on to have a baby and then come back. But I don't think the support is where it needs to be. And I think it definitely can be improved um, because I think people should be able to go away and do that and then get back to playing. Speaking of where things need to be, what yeah. do you believe the future of women's rugby well, is is now and what it should look like in the future? We covered last week but it obviously wasn't covered that yeah. over in France these professional teams you know they hit the world record for the attendance to um to a game it was 50, 60, 58 something 58,000 um, yeah, it was wild yeah so yeah. obviously the women's game is absolutely fizzing over there yeah obviously we have the uh, the we speak about the L word here the the league word is obviously doing quite well in the the women's realm. Where do you think the future of rugby here, especially in Queensland, in Australia, is looking to go? So... And if you had your opinion on where it should go? Need some money, as you all know. I think got to pay Eddie and big JS. Um, But the investment in the women's game is still so important. Um, We need money. I'm a big advocate of private equity. I don't know if you guys are. We were we discussing s- it the other week. I love that word. I still don't understand that. Private no, no, we, we don't I know. It. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't know what it means. Money. It just, it just sounds money. good. Yeah. It just sounds we had good. Harry Higgins go, private means personal and equity <laughs> means cash. And we're like... We just nodded away. Anyway. <laughs> just, uh, just, nod, just nod and agree. <laughs> yeah. and so Great. Google it later. Thanks, man. Um, cool. No, I'm a big advocate for private equity. We saw what the Black Ferns did and then they proceeded to win a World Cup. So... I guess my time overseas, you're right, overseas, it's insane. The setup, it's it's completely professional, um, not just in the way players are contracted and remunerated, but it's the resourcing and the allocation of those resources. Yeah. Like, it's insane. And it's a cut above the rest. Um, I was just in awe when I was over there. And we're taking strides towards that in the Ballymore redevelopment. Like, that'll be great, state-of-the-art facilities. Um, but we just need more money. That's pretty much it. More? You mean some? Some. Some might be nice, and maybe Any. just the allocation. I don't know if I could have a look at the books. More, maybe uh, I, can. <laughs> I did an accounting degree, so I mean, I sucked. Maybe just some, tra- <laughs> maybe just some training kit to start with. We need more money. Yeah, yeah. second yeah. pair of shorts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you? Would you see second pair? Come on. Uh, <laughs> I only had one. I thought you said you're an accountant. Oh, I'll make it work. <laughs> like, um, I saw you in cougar socks. The other day. <laughs> oh, I see. But the um. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you see possibly more Super W teams, or would you prefer those teams to to, to get more funding? Or and then also the Wallaroo schedule. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, you know, sometimes they play two, three games a week and uh, a year. Yeah. Or at yeah. like Thursday night at Redcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We'll get to that. So yeah. <laughs> let's um oh. we'll get to that. No, I think there'll be more consistency in the Wallaroo schedule now. I think we'll definitely we're setting that that platform having the random test against VG, the pack four, Laurie O'Reilly, and then that World XV. So I think that'll that'll result in some consistency, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, it's my phone. Excuse me. Hey. Who is wow. that? Someone's <laughs> seen you and they want it 
<laughs> it. <laughs> Some, that, someone's seen you and they want. No, they want a part of the show. Oh, <laughs> that is, they want to oh invest in women's rugby. Hang on. That's, that's what <laughs> I mean. That's right. That came across quirky. Dal, what are your thoughts? You're going to let me finish? You're going to let me finish? I lost my train of thought. No, they, they want a part of this, what, the way you're going. Yeah, okay. I knew that's what you meant. Oh, I knew that's what you meant. That's so what Dig up, stupid. Oh, Come on, let's no, no, ahead. that's what you were getting at. Um, <laughs> it. So, yeah, obviously the, the the franchises respectively can um, – Rugby Australia introduce that payment, so that stock set and payment, and then the franchises can top up accordingly. So I think just with, with league poaching everyone, we'll see that increase as well. Um, it definitely fluctuates across the different franchises because we all talk. Um, but, yeah, that is there is that real danger of league as well. They, they keep poaching our girls and – it's hard probably to say no sometimes. They're offering really good money. We've seen what their comp's like, what their resources like, their facilities. So um, you can't blame girls for going to league. Could club rugby be better here? 100%. I would like to see a reduction in the number of teams for the women in club rugby. I just think right now there's just a lot of teams and not so much the talent to cover that. We saw teams. we saw Bond, I think it was 122-0 against the Eagles on the weekend. Yeah, that's tough. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. And a lot of teams are stacked, so I'm not sure what you do in that regard. But it could be better, a lot better. And I think that's probably, like, like I wanted to look at go, going back overseas, just in between the lull of, you know, either Wallaroos yeah. tours and stuff like that and Super, um, because I just feel like I'm not improving as much as I should in the club comp, respectively. So, yeah, um, yeah they definitely can improve. But in a similar vein, I would like to see... Super W merge with the New Zealand comp eventually. It Wee. won't happen. It won't happen next year, but no. maybe the year after because they are freaks in New Zealand. There's there's talks of a Japanese side also joining in the next twenty four months. Yeah, I read that, and I also read that some of the Japanese girls are going to now play in the New Zealand comp. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, a lot. New Zealand, they're always two steps ahead of us. <laughs> well, there was two this year with the Force. There yes, two yep. Japanese girls. One yep. did her ACL. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I think so. So um, I think there's also a lot of the Japanese girls are going to Europe as well. Yes. Yeah. France and the UK. Yeah, France would be that. fun. Yep. So Rugby they're wise. they're sort of expanding out that way as well. Yeah. So I yeah. think that'll be a good. No, there's definitely so many different avenues. Um, but I think you know, just talking about Australia, we can do these little things that'll make such a big difference. Mm. Well, well, we'll get into some of the Wallaroo stuff shortly. But just last thing, obviously, for people who don't know, your old man, uh, David Cody. Uh, DC. <laughs> That's him. I was going to call him that, but I thought I'd call him by his real name. So, Mr. Cody, uh, your old man. Uh, Dallin went to school with him. Didn't you, Dallin? <laughs> Dallin, how old are you? Dal, you look very well. You know David Cody? Like, That's my dad. <laughs> I went to school with him. It was a whole awkward 10 minutes. Is that when awkward. I was in the toilet? Yeah. yeah. So, I think in the 60 seconds I took a piss, you <laughs> walked in and just no, like, shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know who her dad is. It was a bloke I went to school oh, with. Clearly, oh, you don't. We're doing it again. His name was David Cody. And he always said he was related to the David Cody. And then I asked, I was like, is that your brother? Is that like, your dad? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Nope. No. Oh, good You're stuff. crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got there, but it Should have known by your shoes and socks. Pair <laughs> 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 down, pair down, Copper. Pan Copper down. is crushing it. I love it. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. Much chop. Pacey chalk sticks <laughs> under there, mate. <laughs> Good moon tan on the boys. Starters, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You guys need to get out a bit. Colour. We're bright colours. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But for for those who don't know, you see your old man. What influences he had on your career? Well, well, not just career, but you know now. But obviously from a youngster. Yeah, I guess Dad and I only ever bond over rugby. So when we're in the off season, we genuinely don't speak to each other. Like I I, I, no people people laugh at that, and I'm like, no, I would not know what to talk to that man about numbers. no, he he's had he's had a massive effect. Um, I think it's always helpful. You know, he's played the game at various levels. Um, he obviously was not anymore, but he was the president, so he got a glimpse into the women's rugby really heavily, and he really wanted to get involved. So he knew what we sort of went through on a day-to-day basis, mostly because I think a large majority of the girls confided in him as well, because I think he just cared and wanted to ask. Um, but yeah, I just always so grateful for mum and dad. Mum is always jealous because it's always dad getting the questions. Uh, Can you ask about my mum, please? Mother's Day coming up. How, how's your mum? She doesn't know anything about rugby, but she's awesome. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Sorry for the stitch up, <laughs> But no, dad, dad's always been very supportive. He's, he's my hardest taskmaster. But um, yeah, I know it, whenever he smiles and comes over after a game, I know I've played well. So it doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it means something. So, yeah. <laughs> your dad is the... He was the first ever uh, Wallaby to be red carded ever. Yes. In a, in a test. On your DC. <laughs> what is the... He's a grub. What, yes. <laughs> what did he do? He wait, 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 wait. What did he claim he did? And then what did he actually do? He claims he did nothing. Oh, yep. There we go. Sounds about right. Knew it. But upon reviewing <laughs> the black and white footage... <laughs> yeah, oh, black and white. It wasn't black and white. Ball. It wasn't black and white. The old VCR footage. Um, he was stomping in the ruck. He yeah. was oh, well, he should have been just, standing there. I think he was just trying to like muzz and then, yeah. I don't know what happened, stomped, <laughs> stomped on some Frenchman's head. Yeah. So oh, I think it's the French. It's the, yeah, it. it was the French. I think yeah. they did it to him. But yes, he, he did get sent off and um, yeah, naughty boy. I've never been sent off. I was off. about to ask, have, have you reciprocated? Never been sent off, Any never time? been given the cheese. I do love cheese, but not that kind of cheese. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... <laughs> 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 We got some. Uh, <coughs> we got some uh, questions from some viewers. Uh, Heidi Head. Heidi Head. Heidi Head. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to bring to the Reds next year? That is okay. First of all, the girl who submitted that—that's such a lame question. I know she's got some. Other um, what do I want to bring to the Reds next year? I've Already bought so much. Um, That's true. <laughs> no, just ditto. I don't know. I guess just everything Everything I learn at that next level, like Wallaroos, I always like to bring bring that back in into the Super W, um, just especially with the younger girls. Like she's 18 and she this was her first year of Super W. So she doesn't doesn't like constructive criticism that one. But I do like to um, bring, bring back what I've learned and, and try and teach the young ones. So that's probably the most important. Uh, this is her words, not mine. Who can't lift your fat ass in lineouts? <laughs> well, it must be a rhetorical question because mm. it's her. It's her. Yeah. She's only 18. Yeah, she's only 18. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, who's your least, again, this could be her again. Who's your least favourite person to play with? Least favourite person to play with? Um, who would it be? It's probably not anyone in the back line. I think I get along with the back line quite well. Is that because you're always swanning out there? Yep. Cherry picking. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the girls clip my huddle footage and they're like, do something. I'm like, ah, I'm tired. Uh, honestly, no one no one from the Reds. Maybe when I played with Sarah Riordan. Sarah Riordan. She's just... Out of the kennel. Out, yeah. Out of the kennel. She 
she went to the dark side, but mm. she's selfish on the field. She just <laughs> she thinks she can score off every phase, and it's just not the case. So. Nina Paletti <laughs> asked, uh, "Do you think uh, you could beat Amy Rule in a riff off?" Yes. Oh, there you go. What's that? a riff off? Is yeah. that like a singing contest, like pit, like Pitch Perfect, or a rap off? I don't know. I reckon Are I you could beat Amy. For your I love the confidence of just. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is. I, don't I, don't know what it is. I will win that. Yeah, but I'm sure I don't know what I'm signed up for now. Wait, what is it? I thought riffing was. Well, we've actually got her on the line, Zachy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I thought riffing was chatting someone up. Oh. You would know, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do it in a couple <laughs> of different you? languages as well. I think so. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, this one is from Simple Life of Liv. Who's your favourite 10? Karis or Arabella? Arabella. Arabella. Oh, um, Karis or Arabella? Hmm, I'm going to have to say Karis because I've just played a Super W season with her and she played Unreal. And I think I, I have a feeling she's going to play next week against Fiji and carve up. So. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Isa Salowai. Mm. That's it. Yep, nailed it. What uh, what happened Sunday night? And she did look looky eyes, and then she did uh, kind of giggle, giggle, giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you what couldn't happened tell Sunday you? night. Mm, yeah, it's not coming to me right now. Must I'll be get back to it. Must be unrelated. Chi Chi asks, "Who's your favorite Waratahs player and why?" Oh, favorite Waratahs player and why? No Who, who's your guys? Women, obviously. Horse. Horse Robinson. <laughs> Horse. Her interview She's was funny. So good. Oh, I love her that. and Maya were like yeah. top three guests. Like they were in, unbelievable. Like this. <laughs> she, she, you should have seen them setting up. It kept falling over, and like they must have put something in behind it. It was so good. Maya Horse. Yeah, okay. yeah, I I get around Maya. Maya's a very funny girl. They're all they're all quite funny. I get around Cheech actually. The question asker. Um, I think she was unlucky not to make Wallaroo squad, to be honest. Mm. Um, who else? G Fred, the flying brick. She's unreal. <laughs> the flying brick. The flying oh, brick. That's sick. Oh, she is the flying brick. I hate tackling her. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I get along with all the Waratahs, so it'll be fun to see most of them in camp this weekend. There's one last question in there from Maddie Mellor. She's in there, Big Fat Dar. <laughs> no. We, um, I think we. <laughs> I think I answered that. <laughs> Basically, you never it. answered it. We'll get it off air. Yeah, we'll get it off. We'll air. get it off air. No one wants to know that. We'll do that. Well, <laughs> well, it'd be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Dow, Maddie Mellish, she's rogue. We got a fast five every time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Any athlete from any other sport who you could have in your <gasps> Queensland Reds side? Who would it be? Oh, any athlete from other, any other sport? Mm. Sam Kerr. De- oh. She'd be pretty good. She'd I wonder where filth, she'd go mate. though. A fullback full and just zing it off the boot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or ten. Yeah. Sam Kirby unreal from soccer. I'm trying to think of a leaguey, but all the all the leagueys were. Pretty I was going to say Millie Boyle, Emma yeah. Tonegato. Yeah, pretty much. Love to get all of them back, actually. I would love to see actually <laughs> more of the Aussie sevens girls come into the fold. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. imagine like Maddie Levi on the Fendi Queen. Door. She's mm. fended me in a Bond game once. This was in the early days. I was like, Puh. I'll take her on. I was so embarrassed. She fully offended me in the face. I think went 60 metres. Like, she's going places. Well, and you, she, you went places. She's 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 going places. Yeah. she went places. She went places. So, yeah, Sam Kerr's a good one. Any of the leaguers who have who have gone, been and gone. Um, Serena Williams. 
Oh, oh she would be feeling She'd be a good flanker, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, imagine the saddle just pushing and going with that. Like, that she'd be a powerful unit. She I would think. be. I just that came to mind. She'd be scary. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> like, that would be scary. Lauren Jackson, the road? Oh, oh no. you'd no. win every line out. Yeah, no jump. <laughs> you'd win it, no jump. No jump. <laughs> no jump. She would be so much taller than me. She'd be like six foot three or something. She's two meters, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her in the second row. Man, maybe we should start expanding our horizons. <laughs> well, Lauren Jackson probably. Yeah, not, LJ. not so much. What's been your career highlight? Career highlight? So far. Career highlight so far. Been on the pack show. This is definitely, definitely a highlight. This is top three. I'm not even joking because I'm here. Really? That's brilliant. I'm not even awesome, joking. Jeez, we do have to get around the girls' more. Jeez, we really are supporting the girls, aren't we? My life's quite boring. Now, this is definitely top three highlight. I think uh, number one probably has to be my debut for Wallaroos. It was uh, short-lived. I think it was about eight minutes, but debut nonetheless. And eight minutes more than us. Yep, well, there you go. But yeah, no, it just, just meant a lot and... I can't wait to get back in that jersey, hopefully again soon. Bloody eye. Yeah. Favourite teammate? These ones are hard. Nah. Favourite teammate. I have I have a lot of favourite teammates. Uh. I'm trying to think of someone. <laughs> I you as well. I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone who can. I'm a big, I love banter. If someone yeah. can throw the banter back, then Ellie Draper is a great teammate. Ellie Draper. Ooh. Yeah. And I can say that on this show now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get cut off. Um, yeah, Drapes is definitely... Just going to call him. She's all loved up now, so it's a bit disappointing. Haven't is heard she? from her in a couple of weeks, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, her banter is unreal. And we do throw it to each other quite often. So, Ellie Draper. Let's flip it. Least favourite teammate? Least favourite. Oh, God. Was it Sarah Riordan? It was Sarah Riordan, but we weren't really teammates this no, season. No, that was okay. playing with, wasn't it? Least favourite. Least favourite would have to be, even though this never affected me, but affected... My teammates on game day or in, in prep. Um, Maddie Shuck is a snorer. <laughs> and nice. she, no, like she's a bad snorer. And um, one of the girls, and I think it was it was Di one night, or maybe that was with Issa. Issa and Maddie are snorers. She literally had to get her own room in the middle of the night when we were in Sydney once because they were snoring so badly. So, yeah, we don't like snorers in, in the Reds. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. There we go. Sleep apnea machine sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get some yeah. Yeah. Like You're in watching. In <laughs> travel briefcase. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I'd it. cop one. I'm yeah. marrying my wife. And, yeah. <laughs> and the most influential person in your career? Most influential person? Well, it'd have to be my dad. Mum. Oh. Mum. I was going to say my dad and my mum. You didn't let me finish. It was a <laughs> Sorry, ampersand. we cut you off. Um, yeah, no, mum and dad, but obviously particularly dad. I think I grew up watching rugby. Um, I didn't really play it because it wasn't offered, uh, especially growing up, but just always been around it with him. My brother played, he played, and yeah, he's just, I have no better yarns with someone than him, and he's can be completely honest with me, so... So, uh, sorry, I mean, we're wrapping up the interview, but you just sort of touched on something. You said you didn't play rugby growing up. No. So but that seems a bit uh, – it seems weird, right? Like you look at the, the pathways for um, rugby for blokes in Australia, it's this GPS-centric schoolboy system that elevates these players to higher honours, right? If you look at when the Reds announced their Super W side and the, you know, they announced you know, what school they went to, what club they play for, all of the Sheilas outside of you 
you went to Somerville House. All of them are like I think um, uh, you know Varney Wong went to Balmoral State High and Shannon Parry went to Morton. You know things like that. Like it's it seems a bit weird when you consider that you know there's this bona fide genuine top tier world class pathway for the blokes in this school system yet the girls and like you of all people probably should have been playing more than anyone else you didn't have that pathway is there something we can do about that I, I, I feel like it's gotten a lot better like it was so taboo when I was at school um it was just like no you don't play that especially some of house oh god yes yes like, Cause like you get a detention for not wearing a ribbon so yeah because you're was, rough as guts yeah. on the footy <laughs> so field that, yeah. so like yeah, yeah, yeah. imagine that with the Somerville so, girls let's go yeah. do contact at lunch yeah literally <laughs> no it was ballet and netball no I was a netballer it was never offered it was taboo but I'm glad now I see that they're offering like sevens and a bit of fifteens, especially I th- I'm pretty sure it's Somerville um, and Stew at Home and like places like that so it's definitely around now it's not as taboo so that's good but they're probably they probably can be more done as well. Um, but, yeah, I just – the only reason I started playing was I was at uni and Courtney Horan was like, hey, come down to West and have a run. And I did and I just never looked back. Liz Partridge ran at me, the biggest girl on the field, and knocked me out my first training session. I was like, anyway, I'm coming back here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh my God. I feel something again. She'll so do, do you that. legitimately think that there would be able to be, like you're saying, a, a GPS-similar comp? Obviously, I can't. The well, why can't that, I honestly, yeah, why I can't honestly think that, that would be the system? Is that like, yeah, rugby, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rugby 100%. Australia for years has leveraged the schoolboy system to develop talent. Yeah. Like, it's almost like its own form of private equity. It's mm. like, let these schools spend their cash developing this schoolboy talent. Mm. Yet, the women's game, they're just like, oh, yep, you're good. If they yeah. make their way. Yeah, if they get in there, yeah. great. If not. Yeah, Too bad. I, I feel like they definitely could Why be. Why couldn't we set that up? I feel like they, you definitely could. And like, if you think about it, it would, I think it would be really popular. Like there's been, there were some oh, days at schools mate. I was like, ah, oh, Tiffany, you bitch. If I could hit her on a football field, God damn. <laughs> so I'm just saying <laughs> that's it. I, I feel like we're really, Classic there's some groundbreaking Tiffany. stuff happening here. You're onto something. <laughs> Tiffany sucks, by the way. She does. <laughs> yeah, she still sucks. Yeah. I don't know what she does now, but. <laughs> nothing important. Not playing for the Wallaroos. Yeah, she's not playing that's super it. finals on weekends. Is yeah. She? Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying 20 bucks <laughs> for the man cow. <laughs> yeah. In Townsville. Yeah. Oh, God. She could probably afford it though, Cobber. Yeah. <laughs> Times are tough. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was absolutely awesome. Bless you, Cobber. That was good gas. While we've got you, we'll, we'll go through and do our, uh, our pack rugby news segment. So, um, obviously, the Fijiana. Um, <laughs> what? What do you like? I can't lead with that. Lead with what? The Fijiana beat them. No, I was just... <laughs> Dallin it's does right. this. So, Dallin does this. I'll... I know what I'm doing, right? And I'll be running through something, Dal, kicking it Dal off. And then Dal will chime in. He makes it like, awkward by going, how awkward? Yeah. You're like, yeah, Let's no try it again, <laughs> shall we? Now it's time for some pack rugby news. Obviously, we saw on the weekend Fijiana beat you guys <laughs> oh, in, the, just, in the grand final just. of the Super W. But since then, the Wallaroo squad has been announced. And there's been a few uh, inclusions that... Uh, you know, are, are sort of out of left field, and one of them in particular is Karis Dallinger. Thoughts on that, Annabelle? Real quick, Dallin, how was that? Yeah, see, if you let me do what I do, I know what I'm doing, mate. Sorry, Shut mate, up. it's just not in the news. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the news. It's written right there, buddy. <laughs> it's written right there. It's written there. on my one, mate. Yeah. Um, Karis Dallinger, the Kiwi from Palmy, um, found out later in the season that her dad's Australian. So yeah. found that out, did she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in really Melbourne. Really wish we had known that earlier. But anyway, she <laughs> said like she that. put it on a jot form, but wouldn't have put it past her that she didn't. Um, 
and yeah, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I think she'll have a massive crack uh, in camp this weekend and hopefully gets a, a cap. Really good inclusion, especially considering that the, the girls that have gone over to play in the Premier Women's 15 mm. over in uh, the UK have been excluded. So you've got mm-hmm. Bella McKenzie, uh, M Chancellor, uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Laney, Laney Laurie Kramer. Laurie Kramer yeah. Like, these are all girls that were starting at the Rugby World Cup last year. Yeah. And I want to get your thoughts on this because, great, yes, we've got Karen, Karis Dallinger coming in. You'd have to say like for like in regards to Bella McKenzie. But that's five starters that the Rugby Australia have just said, no, we are not actually selecting them because they've turned their back on the Super W game over here. Doing that for paid male athletes is one thing. Doing it for essentially amateur female athletes, I want to get your thoughts on it. Is that a bit of a kick in the teeth or what? I think it's a tough one because, like, I went overseas and you want to go over there to better yourselves and develop, and that's what those girls have done, and they've been killing it over in that comp. Um, But... Yeah, I just think contracts were obviously offered after the World Cup to pretty much everyone at the World Cup. Um, And it kind of was just all a bit of a whirlwind and it all happened at once. So I don't think discussions could be had that should have been had. And it was all a bit messy, I think. So the problem was they were locked in overseas. And then this is the Australian contracts have happened. And the Premier Women's 15 final is June 24th. Yep. And the girls play New Zealand on the 29th. Like. Yeah. I think, <coughs> I mean, I feel like they, they, they will be pulled in to the squad. You reckon? I think, I think they will be. Um, Do you also think it's good for the five that are over there, the new five that are potentially going to be blooded in, get that experience and thicken... Yeah, especially in a show, we always talk about depth. You know, we want depth in the women's game. hundred well. percent. I believe I'm a huge advocate for depth, and um, you, yes, you probably want the five overseas yep. to to be in doing their thing because yeah. they're <coughs> well honoured. But do you also see it as a really good opportunity for a couple of young girls to come in and really just yeah f- put foot to floor and go yeah. for it? I personally see it as a really good opportunity. I think I see it the same as you. Um, I think especially because like. Bella's an unreal player, but she's never had anyone really biting at her heels. So I think Karis will be like a lot of healthy competition for her as well. Um, but yeah, I'm a big, big advocate for that, especially in the sense that we have a long campaign this year. There's various tournaments, so an injury can pop up whenever and you want that depth. We struggle. It's all, all very good to have a starting 15 who's pretty good, but we struggle with our depth. That's always been a struggle, I think, in the men and women. So I think it's important. Very good answer. Well done. That's very good analysis. Thank you. That's actually really exciting, though. I mean, <coughs> at the end of the day, the best talent we can get here for the Wallaroos would be absolutely awesome. Um, Dallin, your thoughts on Joseph Suwili. Now I'm coming to you, mate. Now you're allowed to actually <laughs> chime in if you want. <coughs> the way it works, I'll ask a question, you answer. So Joseph Suwili, there's chat coming out that um, the Roosters are actually going to – easy. I'm going to um, table uh, to him that – will can the last year of his contract for an early release at the Tars. What's going on with this, mate? Bring him over. <coughs> Hell yeah. Let's do it. Leagueys are sooks. They are sooks. They are such sooky bitches. It just comes down, I think, to the fact that Phil Gould made the point a couple of weeks ago when, when it all happened, that every time he is in the news, you know what I mean, it's talking about rugby. It's always brought up about rugby. And I reckon they're seeing that and they're just like, well, man, if you want to go, go. So let's have him. We'll take him. Let's get him early. Hell yeah. 
every time he now plays Union, they're going to be talking about league again. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, but it, it, he's I, playing Union, I, so I love cool. it. Him coming over, the league is mm. having another little yeah. dummy spit. And look, there's Let's a bit going. of money coming into the game, and as Jed Holloway said, maybe he just wants to travel outside of the eastern side of Australia. So <laughs> I think we're going to start seeing a few more leagues coming over. Mm. You never know; they might want to play for the Kangaroos against Lebanon in Manchester or some shit. Be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, boys! Um, and big fat Das, Nick White and Pete Samu both uh, both announced yesterday as having um, having been. Uh, their contract is not being renewed at the end of this season. So Pete Samu going over to France, France. Nick White to the Western Force. To the Force. That, uh, that, that that back line at the Force is like they they have they're getting all the players. They just can't put it on the park, unfortunately. Pete Samu, that's a big loss. Pistol Pete, yeah, that's a big one. But you know the Brumbies, they just got to keep churning out blokes. And any any guy that gets picked up to go to the Brumbies is just. Always, they always seem to just improve. So whoever they've like, like Dell, if if you if you had a young player who got an option to go to the Reds or the Waratahs, but for slightly less money to go to the Brumbies, would you, you know, would you go go to the Brumbies, go to that system, or or is it not not like that? Ooh. It's a good question. I think what it has do you do? CJ, what? That's how it's a good question. <laughs> it's written is. here. You see how easy it was to ask that question without someone talking through it as well? <laughs> and going, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're all right. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> I think it depends on the individual, but yeah. but I think you, you look at the benefit from you it, look probably. at the programs in Australia and, and they're they're the best. And I mean they produce the best talent. You go down there and, and every single person who goes down there improves. Yeah. And and I think they've, you know, been like that almost forever. And so I think if you're looking at it from completely an opportunity perspective, you take money out of it, you want to go and improve as a person, as a player, yeah, you probably go to the Brumbies. Yep. Somebody's got to take the cash though, right? Yeah, yeah. like quirky in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I did something. I always thought Dale was going to chuck on his managerial hat and it was going to come down to the percentage of what was going to be offered, really? I hate, the perks? I hate Canberra, but if cut? I get an extra thousand bucks, you're going down. Yeah, what's, <laughs> what's, what's my cut? That's what I thought the yeah, managerial yeah. hat was going to come on right there and then. But actually, Quirky, uh, you've actually got a little bit of goss, a little bit of inside knowledge maybe, a bit of he said, she said in regards to who might be putting their hat in the ring in regards to the upcoming vacancy for the Reds gig. Yeah, look, um, I think, look, there's obviously a lot of he said, she said stuff going around, um, you know, Eddie coming in. I think he might even have a bit of a say on what's sort of going around at Super Rugby Town. Um, a guy we had at the Reds, Matty Taylor, he's swinging around Japan at the moment. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if he's coming off contract over there. And, I, I, you know, I think he might be coming back to Aussie Shores to, to family time and so forth. But uh, for me, someone, he did a lot for me personally coming through the academy. And uh, what he did, Del, you had him as well. Great man manager, good for culture. Uh, had our defence hissing and obviously won title and... And some big games. So I think he would be someone who could probably come straight into the fold, uh, adapt to the culture and get straight in and, and get stuck in. So I think, um, yeah, if he's got a hat, it might end up in the ring. And that, that would actually be exciting considering, you know, as Atco touched on in announcing Robbie Deans was sort of front and centre for the Reds, um, Dow, the fact that he actually has a history in the club um, scene and, and the culture within the QRU. So you can keep what Thorny has built on without having to get the development coach in, say, Ahino as well. Yeah, I think so. I think you've got to have someone who, who understands the system 
and and if you know Tatsy obviously been there before and and he understands that you know better than most. So I think when they do appoint whoever they do appoint, they need to understand the whole process. It's not just the top squad. It's everything underneath that, the development players, it's the Premier Rugby, it's, it's everyone. Um, so, yeah. Be interesting, interesting to see what happens, eh? Well, yeah, like there's, there's been heaps of banter obviously thrown around about who it could potentially be and who's throwing their hat in the ring. I know that there's you know, a, a vast list of, of people who obviously they're looking at. It. Things only opened up last week, right? So everyone's still applying. Who are they looking at? People are still applying for the role, so... You know, they're looking at everyone. They're Who's searching applied? far and wide. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I did. Throwing it back. Just straight to the bottom of the heat. I was going to try to start myself in one of the games. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Coke, winding it back. Hell yeah. But I, I just think that they're doing a they're doing their due process. You know, that they're getting around. They're, they're looking worldwide. They're not just looking in their own backyard. Not, like not, not a job for a mate kind of thing. No, and, and that's what it has to be. Yeah. Um and, you know, Quirky will attest to this as well. Like, if you look at, you know, what they did with Ewan and, and, and obviously not parachuting him in, but, but bringing him in, you know, in that space. It was a New South Welshman. Well, that's just madness, you know what I mean? If you look at everyone they've employed over the years. But he came in and, and, and did a terrific job, you know what I mean? And so that's what they need. They need someone who can come in and... Hit the ground Hit running. the ground running because they've got a wonderful squad and they've got a squad at the moment who are re-signing despite the fact they don't have a head coach for next year. People's hanging around because of the group they have, and they, and they want to win something, and they want to achieve something, and they understand that. So they've got a good group there. They just need someone to lead them. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! Alrighty, that has been a really good segment thus far. Uh, Big fat dust. Anything coming out of the Battlers bench this week, mate? Well, due to our <coughs> technical difficulties uh, last week, um, we did actually go out to the force training when they uh, trained out at East the other week. And um, some of it's not very relevant right now, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> We're going to play it anyway. <laughs> Zachy. <laughs> Dars here from the Battlers bench. We somehow found out that the Western Force were training down here at Tigerland. So we invited ourselves down to have a chat to the boys. Let's have a go. A tough game against the Reds, Crusaders this weekend. Uh, what are you guys building on this week to uh, get it done next week? Uh, a lot of positives we, we took from the game that we're just trying to string them all together rather than have little patches here and there where we're on top. There's a lot of things that, that we're happy with and without giving too much away we're just trying to put them all together. Uh, well first of all it's uh, good to have your blokes out here. Unlike the pack boys who just talk a lot and just sit on that couch. But um, <laughs> yeah, tough opposition this week. Uh, obviously you know what the Crusaders are like. Um, Tough loss against the Chiefs last week, and we know they're going to be really hungry. Uh, thanks, Chiefs, anyway, for um, yeah, poking the beast, or poking <laughs> the bear, some would say. But, yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge for the boys, but it's an exciting challenge as well. Um, look, not too much different. Like, obviously, we just need to execute what we want to, uh, really. That Like, we've just executed some, like, really good attack. A couple of things we looked at in the review was how fast we were off the ground. Like, we were really slow against yeah. the Reds. Uh, we were slow to set, we were slow in position, and, and mainly some of our forwards uh, in, that, in that first half. So we've got to be a lot faster off the ground, you know, and um, our speed to get set allows us to play our shape. I think we went away from a bit of our fundamentals last week. We were pretty disappointed in sort of the performance we put out, so I guess not much has to change, it's just all on us, you know. It's not like we went out there and got dished up, it's sort of little things that we need to fix and be better at as a, as a team. Fundamentals. I know it sounds cliche, but I think we yeah, go with the cliche. Yeah, I know, but yeah, we look back at the game and it's just some of the yeah the, our core roles. It seems to be one. Uh, if you look at how we played the week before, 
Um, our effort areas are really good, our skills are really good, and then this week we just put under a bit more pressure and a bit of a slippery ball in the humidity um, and didn't execute as well. Speaking of slippery ball in the humidity, mate, we're, we've been talking about who, who's the most likely person in the squad to put on a set of rugby gloves, a, a.k.a. like Matt Henjack and Drew Mitchell and those boys. Well, here we go. Is it, is it you? Well, we've heard some names, but... I knew it! <laughs> and Giddo did it, right? You know? <laughs> but, 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 not, but not a lot of them are man enough to admit it, right? We, we've all made the mistake. Yeah, I love it. Finds you 100%. Here we go. Finds will go gloves in a heartbeat. Uh, although he's quite good in the water usually. But, uh, and Hamish Stewart. Hamish Stewart, he's, he's a glove man. He's, his name has popped up a couple of times. Yeah, he'd be a glove. Na- name and shame. Tom Horton. Oh, there it is. We got it, Tom Horton. Oh, well, if you look over my yeah, shoulder there, yeah, yeah. that big, big Felix Kalapu there, um, he's got a bit of uh, City Vendi mafia about him. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't play like him. Sitivedi's <laughs> better bloke, so I've heard. But yeah, but I reckon, um, yeah, Big Felix. I reckon um, Isaac Fiennes. Oh, here we go. Um, name and name and shame. I like yeah, it. Isaac Fiennes. I reckon um, Biza. Biza. <laughs> Berry there. Max Berry there. Is, um, it's going to be. Or maybe Hamish Stewart. Yeah. Remember, the, remember when Gits used to wear those? Um, yeah, we talk about yeah. being like Gits. Yeah, Gits. You know the, the headgear as well. Oh. He's got the headgear. He just needs to bring the gloves back. Bring the gloves. Yeah, probably Bolabra. <laughs> Calling it. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Just for a bit of a bit of cloud, I reckon you like you like to put the gloves on. You probably want to be in Drew Mitchell's category and stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Like John, his name in the hat. I did that intro and outro. It's pretty sweet. What do you think? Impressive. Yeah, yeah. I actually did get a. Um, <laughs> I did actually type in um, your. <laughs> I did type in your name into YouTube to get a highlight video of Annabelle Cody, and this is what um, no. popped up. Did you know that there's a Canadian joke, Annabelle Langlois and Cody Hay? So that's what pops up. That's the number one. The spelling's accurate too. Yeah. So it's just um, this is the fascination waltz. Ah. Uh, so, that's um, it's pre-rugby. Just a, just a video I found. Um, Canadian, nice. Canadian bloodline. That's it. Battle's bench. <laughs> that's it. No, no, okay, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Really? I did have, I've, I do have that fight one, but that, to be fair, oh, that was pretty hectic. The one from no, last Okay, so, so a week or two ago, there was, did you see there was a, Clip of the uh, MLR, two of the coaches going out. Yes, the, uh, I saw that. Now, did you hear the? <laughs> As we said last the, week, if did you, you hear the? <laughs> come on, Zaggy. Yeah, let's do it. it. Let's do play it. Play it. It's, it's, Don't turn our mics down. Joining us at the Pack Rugby Show Studio in sunny California. <laughs> Woohoo! Cowbunga, sit on it. <laughs> and we've had a major, major development in the MLR over the weekend when a couple of the Look coaches the met square. in the end zone for a bit of a scuffle. <laughs> Got Johnny on the spot down on the sideline. <laughs> Big fat Dorsey. Big fat Dorsey. How did you see it? Well, this is thank the you for that. At work too. I have no idea what has gotten into these two coaches. I didn't hear anything. I was at the concession stand getting a soda, some candy cone, 
and some peanuts. I just think it was too hot. It is hot. He's wearing a jacket. So I don't know what got in them. They are hot under the collar, both coaches. So we're going to have to roll the tape back and have a look. Just what got into these two. I think, I think I'll be able to figure it out. We have these two coaches. This man in pink, I don't know who he is. He's pointing at Coach One with the bold head. Looks like an egg. And he says, take your microphone pack off. We're going to get it on. Coach Two, he says, I'm going to take my mic pack off, too. Comes in, point, 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 point. He throws a little bit of a toddler shoulder at him. Arm swinging, no harm in that, no harm, no foul. Coach number two doesn't like that. Coach number one goes, slap! Slap, slap, slap. Slap indeed. Coach number two gets held back, says, hold my cap. Let me get my bald head out and go, boosh! Now, they, now, now it's all on. Now you see what coach number one? He's got a good team. Look at this guy. He gives him a little hug. Yeah, he likes that. And then this is just where, this must be rugby. I don't even know the rules of the game. Now there's two men in pink, three men in pink. Before the trouble started. Must have been the man in pink. I think we soldered that out. Um. <laughs> Zaggy. Well, you should have listened to you. Don't play that one. I got so sweaty. Look at that. That's so oh embarrassing. God. You were so Oh, my God. Loomy, Loomy, Rex Erno, jump on. God. So, as, as good as the commentary was, as discussed last week, Dale, we've both had um, a little bit to do with Mr. Egghead, as oh, yep. the American Arab pack reporter alluded to. Uh, Ollie, Ollie Richardson, we can put a name to the head. Uh, he did a lot of SNC, a lot of rehab stuff with us. Uh, he's an Englishman, uh, sort of ex-fighter. Uh, uh, ran a lot of sort of UFC stuff and came to the Reds to do so, some sort of contact stuff and rehab stuff. Loves and it. Short fuse on the man. Great man. Very good Great man. man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it wasn't... When I saw that clip pop up, I definitely knew it was who, who, <laughs> who was him if he got slapped he uh he was coming back so mm. so we we've, we've reached out to him and yeah he gave us a little bit of feedback on how it went oh man how'd it go yeah not good i don't think <laughs> Job, jobs on the line i'm guessing <laughs> oh man big fat dars that was sick. No, no, no like that was great. That was great. Having the little picture-in-picture picture down the bottom of the yeah. screen with Darcy just sweating yeah. his ass off. Where'd you do that one? In my son's bedroom. He's <laughs> 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 got good acoustics in there, boys. Oh, man. How good is the yes. cowabunga? <laughs> Sit on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, man. Let's give a round of applause at that reception, man. Oh man, they got you squirming big time there, big, big fat ass. That was such good gas. Alrighty, now let's uh, final uh, little bit of the show. We've got our red hot takes for this upcoming weekend of football. Uh, big fat ass. What's your red hot take, mate? Um, shoot shield again. I'm going to go wildfires. Uh, top of the table clash. Wildfires versus Norths. Wildfires to go six from seven or mm. whatever it is. Wildfires again. Loose. Yep. You reckon that's massive? You're I, I picked two blues home, last eh? week, didn't I? You did. Got them. And I think you picked the the wildfires the week before, and they just got iced or something. So there's a 
So I didn't. No, but the week before that, Ooh, you yeah, picked yeah, him over yeah. Sydney Uni. So, yes. mate, you're riding him home and you're yeah. crushing it thus yeah, far. Yeah. And also, it's Battle of the Beaches. It is, yeah, out at uh, Village Green down in Manly. Manly bottom? No, Rats bottom. Rats are bottom. Big time bottom too, right? But they might lift. <laughs> what are you doing? You heard it here first. Sorry. You're doing something. Copper, your yes. red hot take for this weekend's footy. Mine is, oh, I'm going to go with the Crusaders Blues game. I think it's going to come down to the wire because... I think all black selections are on the line. Oh, yeah. A lot of the boys are in the frame. So I'm going to go Crusaders in a very close one, potentially, if they do overtime, overtime. But yeah, Crusaders. They do, do overtime, yeah. I think Crusaders. But also... So Crusaders in OT. Yeah. That is go. a red hot take and It is red hot. But also Canes at the cake tin. Oh, Throw that right. in there. Just <laughs> second red hot take. Okay, fine. <laughs> Takes. You knew, we'll let it slide. <laughs> um, Dow, your red hot take for this weekend yet? I'm going north to the Japanese top league. Oh. Oh, loose. I'm going to say Canon mm-hmm. beat Panasonic. Is that a big thing? <laughs> big thing. So Canon have never made the finals. First time in the finals, I think. Yeah, loose. Panasonic obviously win it every year. Yep. I mean, have done so. They lost their first game in three years just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, Devo. And I reckon Canon with Faf de Klerk and Quirky's mate Jesse Creel, I reckon they'll get up over them. Loose. Mm. Is this a? Is this in the finals? Semi-finals. Or semi-finals. Semi-semis. Mm. Rugged. There you go. Panasonic Cannon, and it'll be Suntory Kubota on mm. that other side. Gotcha. So a lot of sort of Aussies floating around mm. the mix on either side, which is Sean good to McMahon. No, nah, he's not back yet. Who's he's he for he's running. Suntory. Suntory yeah. yeah, he'll be on the show in a few weeks' time. Actually, his Instagram would say otherwise. He's looking fit. He is. Yeah, sure. He's ripped like Rambo. Yeah, he's looking. He's looking good and bounce back. Mm. Quirky, your red hot take for this weekend, mate? I'm going to hit uh, Queensland Premier Rugby here. I'm going to go north to undefeated this week and all grades. Wow. Oh, Who are they playing? Who are they playing? <laughs> ah, it's the boy. They have the boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, Quirky. Sorry, I just thought I'd have a He's bit good. of a... good. Have a good one, guys. Thanks, guys. Oh, <laughs> sick, what? I was like, man, this is a red <laughs> hot take. Oh, oh man. He held it, too. That, that was, was a bit of like a dad joke as well. No, it was, actually. It was. Sorry, everyone at home. Look, um, my team, the Tigers, were upset by the Mighty Maggies down there at the Nest. Yeah, you haven't been watching QPR then, mate. I don't think it was an upset. No, well, maybe for the Tigers. I was down the Tiger Bay with Craig. We were pretty angry, so. Um, <laughs> you guys are upset. Look, they're, they're playing the Butchers this week, South, yep. and I think they're, they're making headway. They've got a lot of young, good guys that I've done a bit of work in the mm. academy. Big um, <clears throat> Harry McLaughlin Phillips. We've got um, solid number eight there. Sam Mata'afa. How good is he? Mate, yeah. he is looking good, yeah. man. Like, his build. That prop, Trevor King, is it? From the young, first year out of school. Mate, first year out of school. They've um, looks like a criminal, John, mate. Yeah. Jo- Johnny Bryant, the eight. I was about yep. to say Johnny young. Bryant did a lot of work with him last year. Mate, amazing athlete. Like I think he'll be pushing for Reds honors in the next mm. year or two. And he's a great, he's a great kid. So I've put South to um, knock brothers off. That'll be two in a row for brothers then. Yeah, this week. Dow thoughts? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't mind it. Oh, you do. <laughs> I don't. I think he's bang on. And I think there's two guys there who have really made a difference to that side. There's Harry McLaughlin Phillips, who I think is going to be an absolute sensation. Um, and then Johnny Bryant as well. And mm. they've just been excellent. So 
be tough when those guys go away for 20s because you'd think they'd both make the Aussie 20 side. Um, but at the moment, they're running red hot and they were outstanding on the weekend against, against the Easts. Bloody oath they were. Mm. Absolutely awesome. All right, now it's time for our rugby segment. Uh, Big Fat Dash, your rugby from the weekend just gone. I did a friends where yep. you just picked the Blues once. Like, <laughs> who's your one rugby? Uh, you know, the, the entire ho- team. The entire Blues squad. The okay. one by 60. I, I, uh, I picked uh, Noel Alessio and... Gordon, mate, because just just that battle, just seeing these two tens just going at it all night, just get, just you know, and, and just seeing the monk like Lalesio, I feel he's he brought his game up another another notch this week. Just the mongrel he had, and then you obviously got Carter Gordon just doing his thing. Gives you so much confidence coming into the World Cup, having these two blokes just absolutely firing. Loved it. Oh bloody oath! And so you actually good. see here, Noel Lalesio actually scores a try and calls oh, out Carter Gordon. Yeah, yeah. I just love that. So a bit of niggle, but that's what you want, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the whole point is Super Rugby, they should be vying for spots for higher honours. And yeah. Carter Gorn has iced him at the moment, and he went out and did that. So credit to him. But that was a display of, obviously, two of the best tens in love Australia it. at the moment. It was and, awesome. and, and everyone goes, oh, you know, everyone's just relying on Quaid. But, like, keeping Quaid as an option, but want to want to bring both of them and just always have Quaid as, like, a backup, but just... Let these boys run. Speaking of, Quaid actually came back for his official return um, on the weekend. And I think his team got their first win of the season. Was it more than two <laughs> minutes? 14 games without a win. And then he comes on and, and dice them. He so, does? He yeah, well done. Mate, and especially on that other side, Izzy Folau, Liam Gill, all the heavy hitters for um, NTT D-Rocks. It wasn't an uh, easy team. And he came on and... Slice and dice. They've yeah, got some red hot names in Japan, eh? What were the team the other week? The Squirters or something? <laughs> oh yeah, the <laughs> what? It was. The Water Gush. The water oh, the gushes. gushes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the gushes. Not quite. Same, same. No, same, but same. like that's an insane yeah. name. Karita Water Gush. <laughs> and they're obviously a, a water company, so <laughs> they're, hey, they're picking names right. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Cobber, your uh, your rugby from the weekend just gone. Fraser McWright. Fraser McWright. Oh, he got copious, <laughs> copious, <laughs> copious jackals in nice. critical points in the game. I think he wasn't allowed to by the ref, which was he was hard done by. Um, just strong ball carries. I reckon he was giving Michael Hooper a run for his money. Slightly. Just, just. Not saying, you know, by lengths, but just. Um, and yeah, I just think he's playing you know, unreal. He's in really good form right now. I want to ask: Is he a better open side flanking than Michael Hooper at the moment? Especially considering Michael Hooper is no longer the Wallaby uh, captain. Do you think my, Fraser McWright uh, deserves that starting seven spot? Uh, yeah, I think it's a two different it's two different questions. Is he the best seven in the country at the moment? Yes, he is. Does he deserve it? Depends on how you're going to pick your side. Do I think Eddie Jones will pick yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, I think he will. Loose. Mm. Sick. But then again, I mean, we saw David Pocock for a decade was probably the best seven in the world alongside Richard McCaw and routinely was played out of position. So you never know. We haven't really had an on-baller in a while. That's the thing. That's like, like, like I, Super rugby is different to international yeah. footy. You can't, like Michael Hooper, unbelievable athlete, absolute Huge workhorse Huge and puts his head in places you don't want to go. But in regards to being an on-baller, he doesn't do it. He, he doesn't do it as well as Fraser McWright mm. does, and you can't get away with that in, in international footy. Mm. And then it might just come down to what Eddie wants in a game plan. You yeah. know, you could play, you know, he did, there was a time there we were playing two sevens at, at, at times, and mm. 
some say it worked, some say it didn't, but you know, Eddie's Bob stewing Eddie. something up. You yeah. know, Uncle Eddie's doing something. So yeah, they both have different styles. We'll but see how we go. Fraser's going red hot. Oh yeah. man, he's so bloody good. Yes. Doubt your rugby. Take it easy, Copper. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, sorry. <laughs> How about the mad cow? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call you the, the pub. <laughs> Keep going. Go Dallin, your rugby from the weekend just gone. Uh, I've said it before. Lullacai for Kenny. He's just going yeah, from yeah. strength to strength. How He's good is he, mate? He's Premier 12 in Australia at the moment. Yeah, he is. He absolutely is. Obviously, we've got Simon Kremer to come back. But for me, he's the best 12 in the country and, and will play uh, yeah. a lot in the, in this upcoming World Cup, I believe. I just think he gets gets better and better. He's a big body. He can kick well, short game. Lefty. Yeah, like he just adds another dimension. He has obviously done that this year to, to the Waratahs, but he adds another dimension to the national side. And you watch that try there. He was the one who gave that he ball. He started, yeah, yeah. Hit the deck and then got up and burst on that line. So. Like, and, and, and we've, we've currently lost uh, Paisami, who plays that kind of ball running, kind of a, kind of a centre, but with Forgetti playing the way he is. Forgetti yeah. offers more outside of just his ball running too, I reckon. So, Quirky, your, uh, your rugby from the weekend just gone. Mate, the, uh, the real Valentini Kemu. of the brothers. Kemu. Mate, he was awesome. Let's um, just watch this real quick. Sorry, Quirky. And the crowd. The crowd. Mate. I love it. Look at them go, eh? Absolutely awesome stuff. Sorry, Quirky. No, mate, like, it's it's just, it's something that you want to sit and just watch. Like, you know, Sammy Wikes is obviously doing a bit of commentary, so I don't want to be listening to him too much. But, <laughs> I like, just, just sitting and watching that unfold, and especially for him, yeah, I know his brother's a, <clears throat> one of the best players, best back rowers in the world and that, and for him to sort of go home and, and play his trade over there and what the Jura are doing at the moment, especially at home, like, that Canes team, that's a good yeah, team. Yeah. Oh, awesome! You know, and and that game was just that was a good game of footy. But when he came on, you know there was a couple of kicks that were really crucial, and he just sort of steered the ship for a young fella, especially at home in Fiji. A lot of pressure, family and everything around. He just sort of stepped up, and he was cool as could be. It was really pretty memorising watching him just do his thing. That's not an easy kick. That no. was on the five but meter, about yeah. twenty eight odd meters out. And he has iced it. They, the one against the Satyrs was right in front last play, right? That's difficult. And there's still two and a half minutes to go. Yeah. So that, mate, I reckon he'll be in the World Cup squad for Fiji solely on the fact that he has ice in his veins. Like, why wouldn't you just, why wouldn't you take someone like that to the biggest rugby tournament in the world? He adds utility value, yeah, I think you're right. I'd love to see it. Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, shit, he's reliable. And he's a bloody good bloke. He had him in the show earlier this year after that Satyrs game, and he was yeah, good yeah. gas, man. And he just says the vibe is red hot, so on your camera. It looks red hot. Then you went to the to the, was it the White Club? What was that? The that White bar? House. The White House. <laughs> yeah. One of the boys is like... Come again? Where's the real White House? Where's the real he's White like, House? Oh, and, he goes, and he goes, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, the White House. <laughs> oh. He's like, oh, it's just a club here. Wow. All right. No more. Say no more. Yeah. Okay. We All get right. it. On to the we'll next question. <laughs> nah, Kelly, mate. Absolutely crushing it. All right. Well, that rounds out this week's episode of the Pack Rugby Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And thank you all, Quirky, Dallin, 
Big Fat Das. Cobber, honestly, Thank you. you're welcome on the Battlers bench anytime. You were oh, bloody good you. gas. You were absolutely Kicked awesome. Kicked ass off. What? Oh, no, really? like there's plenty of room for both of you. Dogger. Not that video. What the hell that was? Whoa. Which one? Which one? <laughs> yeah, you have to be more specific. Dars is going to send you his back back catalogue as well because there's some real stinking. Oh. Oh. I'd love that. Oh, oh tasteful news, I meant. Pretty, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> that back. I set a timer and just stand over the phone. Thank you for having oh, me. No, Cobber. Look, thanks so much for coming in. And look, commiserations on the loss on the weekend. But congratulations in the Wallaroo squad. And we'll be cheering you on. We'll see you up at Ready, mate. Yeah. Up at the Fins. <laughs> I live you. just down the road. I'm going to be there. I'm so pumped. Kick-ons at yours. Yeah, if you want. 28th, 20th of May, was it? Zachy boy. That's it. Against Fijiana. Yeah, Fiji. That's in Allianz Stadium. Yep. And then 29th of June. Twenty ninth of June, up at the cliff. Fins, maybe. Correct. Fins up, baby. It's going to be fins up. Huge. Hell yeah! And Zachy Boy in the ones and twos, as per usual, absolutely crushing it out of the Double Take Studios. In the meantime, my name's Jay Ball. Stay safe, enjoy your footy, and we'll see you next week. Ciao.